and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey, your host one half of the corner full of fat podcast and i'm back like i never left with another installment of wealth wednesdays here on the corner full of fat podcast we discuss health and wealth finance and fitness and everything in between and we want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best yes yes however my co-host Jordan went on paternity leave. We started these off Wednesdays where I get straight to the financial information, no filler in between. And I, I don't, I'm just going to say it. Jordan and I spoke earlier this week. Now, last week, late last week, Friday, today's, today's Tuesday. This is dropping on time, by the way. This is going to drop at 11 o'clock uh, a.m. He's staying time on Wednesday. Jordan and I spoke this past Friday and we believe we have it on the books when we are going to record so not next next week yes we're recording next week technically so not this this week but next week so you guys should be getting a health as well or health and well finance fitness whatever you want to call it cord and full of fat thanks episode 60 i think we all we still got a ways to get to get to episode 100 so we still got a ways to go we over 100 episodes in total but you know so jordan and i should have synced up our schedules we i'm pretty sure we got a time that's going to work that's going to not get interrupted um with our life since we're gonna do it right after work that way we kind of have some baked in um time there but yeah so y'all be on the lookout for that i'll obviously i won't let y'all know next next week i'll be recording before we record that episode now whether or not that episode is still gonna drop on a sunday or not i'll probably still have it i have to talk to jordan when i drop on sunday let me i'm talking out loud regardless look be on the lookout court and full effect episode starting up but before we get started Y'all know what I need to say anyways. Hit that like button, share and subscribe, shout out to the YouTube algorithm, make sure you leave the rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. Jordan and myself can be found on all of the socials. I'm sideline underscore Corey. Jordan is Stop Stalling Jay. His business page is Finally Fit 06, and his website is finallyfit.live, where you can go and sign up for the 5.30 a.m. Monday and Wednesday virtual training sessions. Health is wealth. All right, make sure you are taking care of y'all fitness. Now, student loans. Oh, before we get started, don't sue me, sue your mama. This is for entertainment purposes only. Myself, nor Jordan, are finance and fitness professionals. Everything you hear on here is for entertainment purposes only, and you need to do your own research and seek a professional. All right, now, I realize I, I thought I had just talked about student loans, but I guess I haven't. It's been a while. Like The payments have started back up. I, I've talked about them, but I haven't done an episode dedicated to them. So today, we're going to talk about student loans. So I don't really need that one, but we're going to talk about how it's going to impact the economy. I know you will see the title of that video. Let's be very, very clear. If y'all thought stuff was a mess pre-student loans resuming, it is about to get messy. And y'all know, if we talk about student loans, we might as well go to good old faithful CNBC. All right, I'm going to find it. Here we go. I feel like I missed something on the intro. I don't know. All right, here we go. Let me see. Yep. Boom. Student loan bills. Oh, whoop. Student loan set to resume. It's already resumed. 40 million Americans. How it could shake the economy. Now, let's be very clear. And this was done uh, October 1st of this year by Annie Nova. If you if you haven't started making your student loan payments yet, you, you're behind. Unless your payments are due after the 10th, 11th when you hear this. All right. Key point. The pandemic era pause on federal student loan payments in Sunday. So this is talking about last week. This article dropped right when the Sunday was the. Sunday was on a, excuse me, the first was on a Sunday. So student loan payments, I guess, technically started up on the 2nd of October. Economies, excuse me, economic, economists cautioned that the impact of household on households and the economy remains largely uncertain. It's not uncertain. If people were struggling when the payments were not 
in their budget. And now the payments are back in their budget and their income does not increase or their expenses did not decrease to offset that increase in expenses. What are we talking about here? Then you write, you add in inflation. Now, let me say this. Shout out to the save, uh, the save plan where they're going to make it so people essentially don't pay off their student loans, but they significantly reduce. If not, I think some people can have a $0 minimum payment. Yeah, cool. Do that type of stuff. Y'all need to pay off your student loans. I don't understand why you're just going to keep it, keep it going. You, I don't know if the numbers are out. I might need to research it. But the amount of people who chose not to make any payment at all during the forbearance, that's insanity. It's different if you said if the people is like kind of how do you have this data? But the people who set the money aside in case the forgiveness happened. That's one thing. But the people who just said, I'm not going to pay down my loan at all during this forbearance. Insanity. Insanity. How you don't take advantage of a three plus year, no interest situation. All right. Economy will struggle in the fourth quarter and meaningful part due to the end of the student loan payment moratorium, said Mark Zandi, chief economist at Moody's Modi's analytics. I want to be clear. And we already talked about this. I couldn't read the. I believe I can do the article because uh, I wouldn't be able to share it properly. But people took that student loan payment and went into more debt, essentially, during the forbearance period, during the panorama. So spending increased when it shouldn't have. We should have seen savings increase, which we did see during the start of the panorama, but we just should have seen a significant increase in debt. Now that you have your 100, 200, 300, whatever is a $1,000 minimum payment back in your budget during the panorama because of the forbearance, we should have either seen that money go to continue to go towards your student loans or go towards other debt. But now what has happened since the economy is going to struggle is propped up by money that people should have not had in their budget in the first place, along with other things. All right. Look at the good. I'm done. Cancel student debt and double ACP. Cancel student debt now. Cancel student debt and double ACP. Blank your vote. That's a save your vote. Why they call these black people up here? Student loan forgiveness advocates rally outside the U.S. Supreme Court building in Washington, D.C. After nation's high court struck down President Biden's student debt relief, relief program. This is June, of, uh, June 30th of this year. Why they call these black people? This guy might look like he might be Indian. Look at me assuming race. Regardless, my goodness. Okay, Ryan Moran, a nurse in Jacksonville, Florida, hasn't thought about his federal student loan in a year. That's his fault. That's Ryan's fault. I don't even know what, what y'all want to look. Whatever. I think student loans, the reason I like covering them, because it makes me the most hype, because the insanity, that's why I did the, the four-hour live stream on it, the insanity when it comes on an individual basis. Yes, we got this big old problem, but when we look at each individual, it's like, what's going on, right? As I say, anecdotal, but like all the different anecdotes, you add up 40 million anecdotes, you get the whole situation. So let's look at this one person out of this 40 million. All right, we got 40 million people with student loans. So we're looking at one out of 40 million right here. We'll do what? What's the one divided by 40 million? No, it's you know, a quarter, but it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven zeros and 25, whatever, the, whatever that is that, that. I don't even know how to pronounce that. I'm not even going to attempt to. Anyways, Ryan Moran, who's a nurse, a nurse in Jacksonville, told, 
I don't know how long Ryan's been a nurse, but if Ryan was a nurse during the panorama, Ryan should have ran up the bag. They was paying. I, travel nurses could have made, was making easily over 100K in six months. Easily. Easily. And a lot, a lot of that money, at least some people I, I spoke to, they, their money wasn't taxed at all. So if you wasn't, mm, never mind. How you not run up the bag and you in, a, in the medical field during a global panorama? I was just redundant. But anyways, that's all about Ryan. But this month, he's scrambling to figure out how to make, not his $500 budget. See, why did it leave his budget? Where was it at? Unless Ryan graduated during the panorama, which is different. He and his wife, Amelia, plan to dine out less. They should have been dying out less. Skip the football games they love to attend. Are they going to, I guess they're going to, they going to, Jags are better now, right? Shout out Trevor Lawrence. And his grocery bills will also need to shrink. See, why do you wait until the student loans start back up? Whatever. Ryan should, Ryan should tune into the corner full of that podcast. Trying to help you out, bro. And it's not only consumption that decreases, said Moran26. I hope I pronounced his name, name, last name right. 26. So he was 23. So, okay, he graduated probably right when the panorama started if he went and got his four-year degree. So slight pass on that. He, he never had a student loan payment, essentially, in the first place. Increasing monthly payments means I have to work overtime, taking time away from my family. Yeah. Sorry if that was loud. You a nurse. What kind of nurse are you, Ryan? The pandemic era pause on our student loans, right? Okay, ended last week. Right, 40 million Americans on the hook for it. It's not a new monthly bill. It was there for most of this 40 million, right? The entire time it's got put on pause, but it didn't, it's not like it's just showing up out of nowhere. It's like people didn't have no student loans at all. They had no student loans, and I was just showing back up. They haven't needed to make more in three years. No, they should have still been making it or make what made, made what they could if they lost their job due to the panorama. But at some point in time, the theory would be that they, you know, got gainfully employed again. Economists caution that the impact, why does this Twitter thing keep popping up? Oh, goodness, this, that's too much. Is that always going to be there? It is. Okay, that's, that's inconvenient. All right, econ- economists, because I, I want y'all to see where I'm at. Economists caution that the impact on households and the economy, that's how you know it's live, remains largely uncertain as there is little precedent for borrowers getting such a long break from their loan bills. Yes, I don't think this has probably ever happened before. But as the Biden administration ramps up the repayment of the more than $1.7 trillion in federal student loan debt, retailers and lenders are bracing for a hit. Why are lenders bracing for a hit? Interest rates high as that? They should, never mind. Y'all's already hit. American, I must remember, it's got to kick in. American households will get their first bills during an especially volatile period with the highest interest rates in decades. True. Workers on strike, true as well, uh, across the country. The economy will struggle in the fourth quarter and meaningful. Okay, we already read about that from Mark Sandy, chief economist at Moody's Analytics or Moody's. Additional pressure on already strained budgets. Financial services firm Jefferies is warning that there could be a significant risk to consumer spending ahead because of the resumption of student loan payments. Why wouldn't there be? If this payment was in your budget and now you took it out of your budget and since that you repurposed it to your lifestyle sections, one thing if you repurpose it to your needs or other debts or investments at that. But if you put it towards your lifestyle, as we mentioned, right, the main thing that Ryan is cutting back on is dining out less in football games. Then the last thing is the grocery bill will need to shrink. But dining out less and football games, I'm assuming that's NFL, not like high school or college. That's the definition of luxury. One, one thing people won't accept is that going out to eat is a luxury. Eating is not a luxury. But when you eat, as far as going out to eat, whether it be fast food all the way to, you know, fine dine, wine, fine dine, fine dining, restaurant, 
whatever that is. That's a luxury. Going to the grocery store, not a luxury. Certain things at the grocery store are luxuries like soda, like cookies, chips, right? Things that are not good for you. See, people don't want to have that conversation. People do not want to have the conversation. You might not make enough money to drink soda. Water is cheap. I went to Sam's. I was over, I think it was like it was a total of 40 bottles, whatever it is, but it was, I think, not even seven dollars. And you're, you don't you don't pay taxes on tax. Your your biggest expense for most people, unless you have a significant medical issue, is taxes. You don't pay taxes on food. And then I talk about it. All right. Not paying no taxes on no water. Some of y'all just some of you some of you can only afford water. You can't even afford juice. You can only afford water. But anyway, okay, we talk about that. The resumption of student loan payments, it recently surveyed about 600 consumers with student debt, finding that half of borrowers are very concerned about meeting all of their expenses. Oh, snap. All right, Siri. Uh, around 70% of borrowers plan to postpone big ticket purchases come October. Wow. We've, been, we've known since the end of June that the student loan payments are going to start up in October. So what, what big payments these people got? They're going to tell us. Meanwhile, many people with student debt plan to cut back on their spending on clothing, traveling. So again, lifestyle, right? Likely this clothing and food is not the necessities part of the budget. But, you know, we'll see. Will you shop more often at discount? Let me not look. I'm not laughing at people who shop at discount retailers. Will you shop more often at discount retailers due to student loan payments restarting? Yes, 70%. Sheesh, 9 no is 15%. Unsure is 14%. How about this? And this is from uh, Jeffries, the financial firm. Don't shop at all at discount retailers for clothing. Most of you don't need any new clothes. You're not on a significant weight gain or weight loss health journey. Most of you do not need any new clothes. Now, your kids, that's one thing. Your kids are growing, but that's necessities. We're not talking about that. We're talking about non-necessities from a clothing standpoint. We know y'all don't need to go out to eat. That's the thing. Most people, when they go out to eat, they eat food that they consume things that aren't good for them. So then you, you got the fact that you you can't afford to go out to eat. And then on top of that, from a health standpoint, you can't afford to eat what you're eating. We're not going to talk about the main. A lot of y'all would just be fine if you stop consuming alcohol and whatever money you spend when you go out to you know drink at the bar, things like that. Th that in and of itself, if you just stop that, don't cut anywhere else. Just stop drinking alcohol and the food that comes along with it when you go out. That in itself would turn around your health, excuse me, your health and your wealth. As we go into the holiday season, this will be an extra. Yeah, some of y'all, I mean, you might be able to go on vacation. The amount you drink, you know, you, how much, how bad you eat when it comes to you when you go on vacation. As we go into the holiday season, this will be an extra drag on retail spending. I'm excited to see what the credit card debt numbers are when we get to the Black Friday numbers. Because last year they talked about how high inflation was and it was at an all-time high when it came to the Black Friday slash Cyber Monday spending. So interesting. That's going to be in about a little over a month. This is that Brett, Brett House said there will be a drag on retail spending. Professor at Columbia Business School. Does Brett House know about business? I don't know who Brett House is. Anyways, the Biden administration had hoped to ease the transition back to student loan payments for by forgiving up to twenty thousand in student debt for many borrowers. And yes, that that up to twenty thousand, ten thousand, I think is the majority of people. For that ten thousand or up to twenty thousand, you got a Pell Grant. They said that that was going to do that was going to uh, forgive completely twenty million, almost 20, almost I think. 20 million people, I think it was about 40% of people would get complete forgiveness from 10 to 20,000, no, 20,000 or less. So roughly they're saying, what is that, 40%? They're saying that 16 million people roughly have $20,000 or less in student loans. 
which is like, wow, that's a lot of people to give forgiveness to. But how about this? You got less than $20,000. That's like the save plan where they talk about if you got less than $12,000, you don't have to make a payment, whatever it is. But I think after 10 years or something like that, or 20 years, whatever it is, they don't get forgiven. It's like, just pay off the $12,000. If you have $20,000 or less in student loans, get up out of here. A year tops. Maybe 18 months, depending on what your income is and your expenses. But like 20000 or less, y'all got 20000 Again, back to the drinking, all these type of things. If you stop going out to eat, stop spending time with people who don't pour into you are making you putting you in a better situation in life all these different type of things they add up you'll get your gas will go down your wear and tear on your vehicle will go down thus you'll have less frequent from a maintenance standpoint stop drinking stop eating out stop all these things it will add up y'all don't think it will add up because you won't do it right but then when you do it, you see it adds up you're like oh snap I, I do have control over my life then you get upset about everything all right uh, right. Supreme Court blocked in uh, June. President Biden is pursuing another plan to cancel people's debt, but it's expected to be a lengthy process. Don't 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 we vote in a year? Whatever. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. We vote. We vote in a little over 12 months. I don't know how lengthy the process could be. Scott Mush, Mushkin, founder. OK, now now it didn't make the thing. So I was doing something. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out why sometimes. It popped up. Sometimes it doesn't. Is that because there's a link? Okay, now it's popping back up. Sorry, I'm just enamored why it's happening. All right, anyways, Scott Mushkin, founder and CEO of R5 Capital Consumer Research Consulting Firm, estimates that starting in October, $7 billion to $8 billion per month will be reallocated to student loan payments. God dang. That's nothing because there's $1.7 trillion. So what's that? $7 out of... um. One hundred and seventy dollars. What? What is that? Yeah, no, I said a thousand. Jesus, a thousand seven, seventeen hundred dollars. So seven out of seven, it's like that math. Four, but yeah, that's seven, seven billion, eight billion. This, this number, the amount that needs to be going towards student loan payments needs to be closer to, needs to be closer to like a hundred billion. On that's that's a lot of money. What's that? Eight billion. That's seven billion times twelve. Was that eighty four? Less than 100 billion a year towards student loans. Yeah, no. Yeah, that number needs to be closer to probably 20 or 30 million for us to see any type of dent in the debt. Yes, yeah, so this needs to be two to three times more. It's definitely a challenge, said Mushkin, pointing out that retailers that cater to educated consumers are more at risk. What? I'm not I'm not knocking the, the economics behind that statement, but it's like, okay, this is Macy's in New York. So now they're saying that retailers who make who are surviving or thriving off of people who shouldn't be spending money with them are going to take a hit sure macy's ceo not not the ceo of macy's complaining about it jeff gente mentioned student loans and the company's earning no in august and the company in the earnings call in august i think there are some headwinds coming particularly with student loans that expiration of the loan forgiveness, Gente said. It might be Gente or Hente, I'm not sure. And during Target's most recent, not Target and Macy's, call the CFO of Target, Michael Fidelicky, said that the upcoming resumption of student loan repayments will put additional pressure on already strained budgets of tens of millions of households. The payment will shock. The payment shocks will be significant. The payment shocks will be significant for borrowers and lenders, said Liz Pagel, Pagel Senior Vice President and head of TransUnion, not TransUnion, consumer lending business, will delay big ticket purchases. 70%, okay, we talked about this a lot. Okay, 70% of people are delaying 
big ticket purchases and 17% are saying no, 14% are unsure. Many student loan borrowers have taken an additional on additional debt during the payment pause. That's what I just said. This, this word is getting confusing. They're complaining that now when people have this payment added back into their budget, they're going to be in a worse financial situation. But when the payment was taken out of their budget, so by definition, they've been in a better financial situation because their expenses went down. They went and took out more debt. And this is where it's like, well, why do you get the forgiveness then? It's different if we didn't see an increase in debt when this forbearance happens. It's like, okay. At least y'all didn't mess up. But now y'all went fumbled the bag. You got you got your payments back, then you went and took out more debt. All right, according to a recent study by the credit reporting company. Actually, let me see if I got another. I might have to look at this study now. Uh no, nah, it's just a one. I'll, I'll share the screen. It's just a um, let me zoom in some. well can y'all see that uh, very well this is a pdf for the listeners some student loan borrowers are disrupted across risk tiers and have been accumulating new credit products <laughs> distribution of the student loan population by risk tier as of may 31st of 2023 they're showing us how people got into more debt looks like distribution of unexpected payment amount for borrowers resuming federal student loan payments so we're looking at over half the population with $300 or less in on a, of expected payment amounts of bars. So I believe that that speaks to the numbers that we saw when I did um the live stream on it. This isn't that good of a, um, a study. Okay, here we go. Percentage of two loan borrowers taking on new credit products during the pandemic. I take that back. 53% went and got a bank card. 31% went and got retail. So pretty much everybody went and got credit card debt. 36% auto loan. How can you have 30 plus 30 plus 50? What? 15% went and got a mortgage. 1% HELOC. 1% home equity loan. 15% unsecured debt. I'm not sure how they how they got all these different percentages. Anyways, though, people went and took out debt. That's what that's showing y'all. There, there goes that shorter summary. All right, here we go as we wrap up. Um, nearly a third of people with student debt put a, a balance on a new retail credit card over the last three years. That's insane. So they took their payment and went and got more debt. Around 50% took out a personal loan. Good, 15%. Why'd y'all need... Never mind. Why did y'all need debt? These additional credit products mean additional monthly payments. Thanks. Which may pose. No, they, they will post. Why, why are they using this type of language? The more, the higher your expenses are without your income increasing, the, the more, um, the tighter your budget is going to be. It's math. This is first grade. This isn't even first grade. This is the math you should learn before you get to first grade. Right. If Johnny had four apples and Sally took two away. Right. Johnny had four apples. Sally took six away. Dang, where'd she get six apples from? Anyway. <laughs> The typical student loan bill is around good three fifty a month, but at least ten percent of borrowers have a payment. Oh God, is that what that said? Ah, okay, ten percent have over seven hundred dollars, right? They, this so three hundred, so one dollar to ninety nine dollars. I'm just gonna share this again so we can let people steal loan payments. One dollar to ninety nine dollars is twenty is a quarter. Hundred dollars to two hundred dollars is twenty percent. 200 $300 is 16%. So over 50% have less than 300. And then, you know, we're going from 25 to 20 to 16 down to 9% for 300 to 400, 
then as we go from 400 up to 1500, it's all less than 6%. But when you add up these small percentages into these, you know, these various buckets they have, it is a, it is a handful of people that, I mean, it's, it's a good percentage. I mean, 10%, yeah, is over um, 700, but then we have, that's almost, it's almost 20%, 30, almost 30% of people paying 300 or more. 20% of people like is paying 400 or more. That's that's a good amount. That's a good, no wonder y'all struggling. God dang. I mean, my, my student loans, well, my my payment myself before I refinance was $200. And my mom's parent plus loan was 367. So that's two plus 367. So that's 567. Then when I refinanced, my 200 payment went to 280. So that's, so uh, I think under what, $700? Yeah, six, excuse me, 650. So. Technically, my mine was 280, but I was paying my mom's paying plus one as well. So I was thinking out $650 minimum payments a month. Uh typical, yeah, okay, here we go. Um, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has also found that student loan borrowers have fallen deeper into debt during the pandemic. How? What is going on? You guys need to tune in. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm pleading, I'm begging. No. Uh, with more than half of borrowers holding higher monthly debt-related expenses than they did before the pause on bills began in March 2020. This sounds like a setup. I need I need to I need I need to do some more research. I'm just confused on like what actually happened. Maybe the theory is that people lost their jobs and thus they had to take out you know credit cards, personal loans to fund their lifestyle. But to my knowledge, not for a long period of time, but car loans even your car insurance, all these things, you were able to either go into forbearance or push it back, however you want to look at it. You didn't have to make payments right away. I mean, late the spring of 2020, spring slash early summer, we didn't have to file taxes. They weren't due till, till July. And it's not like people didn't have access to information. We was all stuck in the house. Like, it's one, one thing about the panorama, for those of you in some of, you know, some south of Florida, right? Some of, you know, the more southern states, but most people at the height of the, you know, the height slash to begin the pandemic, like, we was in the house, boarding the house, in the house board, like, no copyright. So, more than one, more than one, y'all see, I'm just, I'm just like defeated. More than one in 13 borrowers are currently behind in their other payment obligations. Okay, or we end the article. These borrowers might be unable to make payments on their student loans if they're already missing payments on their credit cards and or auto payments. Yes, auto loan repos are up out the wazoo. But let's look at the this might be I might do it every month. So it's not, you know, so soon. But let's see what the car the new car car loan. Let's see what the average car payment is. Because I think last episode it was four twenty-five. Okay, it's still seven twenty-five. All right. So let's see if I can remember to do this once a month, maybe. All right, we'll do it at the beginning of the month. It's seven twenty-five right now for new five eighty-six for use. And I think this is what it was last time. When is this linen tree article? This was June twenty-seven. So it's that it's probably definitely higher now. Let's see if we get something a little more recent. Here we go. Bank rate. They're not giving us. Okay, so that's saying 720. Same, same numbers, roughly speaking. 
But um, maybe that'd be a thing so we can see how much people are paying in cars over month to month. Because that's where the number is. I mean, it's going up exponentially. All right, but yes, if you're if you're struggling to make other payments, if you're struggling to pay whatever it is, not payments, grocery bill, whatever it is, and then you add another bill into your budget that you quote unquote can't get rid of, right? There's forbearance, deferment. By definition, you're gonna struggle financially. The math, is, the math is not mathing. All right, and this is from Cantina Elbum, Elbom, spokesperson for the CF. PB said in a previous interview. Now look, y'all. As we wrap up, um, again, look at these people. Who's these toes? Is that uh, student loan bills resume for forty million Americans? How it could shake the economy? Again, by Annie Nova. I want to be very, very, very clear. Um, at some point in time, you have to take control of your life. I don't know what people are expecting with the student loans outside of the fact that they're just going to be here. And that even the programs that like the save program that the government's came out with, they want you to keep it for a very long time. And this is where it gets funny. When we started getting into the black community, most student loan debt, and we talk about the, the complaints, we um, talk about home ownership. It's like, how long do you think it takes to pay off a house? The mortgage is 30 years. It's crazy. People, it is well known how big of a marker owning your home is. From a net worth generational wealth standpoint however you want to phrase it yet not all but most people have less in student loan debt and the term is lower than a 30-year mortgage but yet they're saying no nah, i'm not gonna ever pay off my student loan well if you don't think you're gonna pay off your student loan then we know damn sure you're not gonna pay off no house but then you're gonna go get the house with the student loan debt ah this is why i say pull up your man it, it, it gets started it's started, i just start i'd be like I'm telling my wife, like, I think I'm just stupid now. Like, I'm just getting to the point where, like, I just don't know anything. And I be feeling so slow out here when I hear, hear these things that people say. Yes, it'd be wild on the internet. But a lot of this internet talk is, is not talk to the point where, like, it's fake. Like, they just be, uh, they're embellishing. A lot of that stuff is real life. People are struggling out here. They, they don't make any sense when it comes to their finances in real life. I've talked to many of people about their finances from a personal coaching standpoint and from you know being a teller people are out here in on an insane trip as far as their logic and how they process things and how they conduct themselves and it's like what point are you going to take control of your life with all this access information that we have now all right but that's it y'all right right in 30 minutes make sure you hit that like button share subscribe shout out to the youtube algorithm leave those rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well jordan and myself can be found on the socials jordan stops all in jay Finally Fit 06, finallyfit.live, where you can sign up for the 5.30 a.m. Monday and Wednesday. 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, by the way. Monday and Wednesday, virtual training sessions. Silent underscore Corey, myself. Again, you can find Jordan and myself on all the socials. And it's in the show notes as well. If y'all got any questions, comments, concerns, let us know what you thought about the video. Like I said, Jordan and I have planned. We're syncing our schedules back together to start recording the quarter in full effect episodes where y'all get that health and wealth information. I know y'all been... Bad word, but y'all been dying for the health information. Look at that irony. But Jordan and I should, you know, have synced up our schedules to where we shouldn't have to really deviate at all as far as getting back on schedule and recording more consistently for y'all for the actual joint episodes. But my goodness, the student loan situation is about to be a mess, a mess out here. And I know some of you have. I mean, I looked at the numbers, uh, you know, per, per this while I'll share the screen again. Some of you do have high student loan payments. 
But this is when we have to truly have a conversation about what can you do to put yourself in a better situation. Here we go. This is the mat. Let me see. Let me. I was doing a little bit more here so y'all can see these numbers. There we go. That better. So we see here, right? 26%, 22, 16. Right, that's 300 or less. That's over half. But then we start, you know, there's a big dip. But then when you add these numbers up, you know, five plus four plus three plus two, right? You're going to get close to 20%. I mean, this is going to be, what is that? Three. I mean, I got three threes here. So that's over 15% have $600 or more. And this is roughly another 10% right here. 9.9. 9. 25% of people have a student loan payment over $400. Yeah, y'all got to figure it out. You might, you, yeah. <laughs> it's about to be a mess. If you're telling me, let me, I got to add up the calculator, y'all, because y'all know I'd be slow sometimes with this math. If you're telling me, right, 5.7 plus 4.2. Oh, y'all can hear the classic keyboard. This, this keyboard, hey, this is in high school, 24.9, 25%, a quarter of people got $400 or more in payments. Yeah, it's about to be a mess. There's, there's, no, I mean, and when I say there's no way, in the sense of, you need to do something to counteract the situation. You had a four hundred dollar payment back into your budget, yeah. Talk about that negative AM situation where you got more interest accruing than what your payment that you're making is going to satisfy, yeah. Or you got interest outstanding because you you chose for whatever reason. Let's be clear: if you didn't make any payments at all, you made zero dollars and zero cents during the forbearance. That's on you. You could have made a pen. You could have you could have made some form of payment because you didn't have to make any payment at all. So you could have put something towards it. But those are people who put nothing. That's on you. That's on you. You didn't take advantage of the situation. But as I wrap up, you know, Dave is always Dave is always over my shoulder. At some point, you have to take advantage of take advantage. Yeah, take advantage of the situation, but take control of your life. I know a lot of people are in a situation where the, the, the math isn't math and, and things aren't adding up. But that's where what I've seen for most people. You still have the lifestyle in there. Like I know people don't want to hear it, but even when it comes down to subscriptions, like YouTube is free, right? There's a lot of content. I mean, that's what I mainly watch. I mean, what what do we got? We do got like everything. But I'm, a, I'm we're not talking about me right now. Anyways, but I still mainly I still mainly watch YouTube. YouTube 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 is completely free, right? Some of y'all might not be able to pay for Apple Music. You gotta listen to YouTube, and when you close your phone, you can't listen to music no more. It'd be hard to find. Might be you might listen to the edited version. Right, you gotta make those short sacrifices because as we saw in here, people talking about they cutting the grocery bill, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. Before you lower your grocery bill, please tell me you cut off Netflix. Ah, oh, we're not gonna have a conversation. All right, y'all, that's it. Locked and loaded again. <laughs> not y'all reducing the grocery bill, and you still got all these subscriptions. Make sure that like button, share, and subscribe. Any questions, concerns, please let Jordan and myself know. All right, make sure y'all say more and say less. Keep making better y'all best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. I shouldn't say like that. Make sure y'all say more, say less. Keep making better your best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. There we go. See, that's better. Oh, it's not. Don't restart the recording. Oh, no. I almost messed up everything, y'all. All right, y'all catch y'all next time.